welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, we have a very special guest today. Miss Angela Staten King has joined us today and you might know her from her book. She's a, a prolific writer. Um, she um, has she's a national bestseller of three books. She's a founder and president of American King Foundation. She's a community outreach coordinator for a live center. She's on the board of advisors on on um, Kendo. Is that did I say that right? Clinton? Can do clemency. Yes. Um, and um and it goes on and on and on. I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. But um, but she has had a very, very rich life, a very powerful life. And from what I've done in my research, I, I see the hand of God in her life. I see Christ Jesus in her life. And I, I see her as a mighty woman of God that God is going to use to draw more to his kingdom. Um, I would like to... Um, is it okay if I call you Angela and you call me Edith? Is that okay? That's perfect. That's fine. Okay. Angela, I, I want to start off with what what wisdom, what pearl of wisdom, what one thing that you have distilled down in your very soul and your very spirit that you would like to share with our radio audience? The one thing um, that I stand on is the truth. Um, I'm a very firm believer that the truth will set you free. Um, as long as you can find the truth, you can accept the truth, you can digest the truth, and you can learn and grow from the truth, then eventually you will one day be free. Ooh, that is so powerful. God had talked to me about that too. The other thing he added on for me was the truth with love, because sometimes I tell the truth and um, <laughs> I don't have much love spread on it. But since we only have 15 to 10 minutes with you, um, so you are are basically an advocate of the truth. And I noticed also and when I did my research that you're an advocate for children. That um, absolutely. I'm an advocate for life, for the restoration of life, um, for those that are in the womb and for those that um, are in prison, um, that have found, you know, redemption and, and need redemption and deserve redemption and um, deserve a second chance at life. Absolutely. So I am an advocate for life. Yes, um, I like that, that that hit my spirit when you said redemption and the need for redemption. And we guess and guess what? We all need redemption. Every last one of us on planet Earth. <laughs> so I um, also noticed that you um, had had you, that you had been in prison and that you had had a child in prison. And what really penetrated my spirit was how you went through that and made it out of that and now have your family and are moving forward. Is there anything that you want to share with our audience about that and what God, what God gave you to help you make it to where you are now today? Absolutely. I, I want to start off with the fact that um, at the age of five years old, um, I had been sexually abused by a family member and it was something that I found the truth to know, go report and not be silent about. And because I told it, it was something that was swept up under the rug. And that's when I first began my downward spiral. So 
I started receiving a lot of these feelings. You know how the devil always tries to play with us and get in our head and make it seem as if we're not worthy. So we start looking for love in all the wrong places and making all of the wrong decisions. So it was at a very, very early age that I started venturing out on my own, um, getting into the streets, being in and out of jails, in and out of trouble, in and out of group homes, um, kicked out of just about every school that I had ever attended just because of the simple fact that I was considered to be what you would say a troubled child. But to me now, I would say that the majority of our children that are acting up and acting out, their children that have issues and they don't know how to express their emotions. Mm -hmm. um, so I ran away, I want to say the first time, for the very first time at the age of 11. Um, after running away at the age of 11, um, I ended up on the streets for quite some time. Um, it wasn't until I was 27 years old that I actually found myself handcuffed to a bed, giving birth to my fifth child in a Georgia state prison. 24 hours later, um, she was separated from me. Now, during my incarceration, I lost my mother and my grandmother um, to death. Not only had that happened, but I had also lost the fathers of my children. So when I was released from prison, I was given a $25 check and a bus ticket and told to go start my life over. So I got out of prison with absolutely nothing. And it was a struggle. Um, and I worked very, very hard to build myself back up. I was a convicted felon. Um, no one wanted to hire me. No one wanted to give me an opportunity. I had so much over my head. And I had to realize that the only way that I was going to make it out of this tunnel or out of the hole that I was in was through a healthy relationship with God. Amen. It was through my relationship with God that I started to begin to realize the gift that he had blessed me with. Mm -hmm. I realized the gift I had inside of me. When um, I was in prison, I had begun writing. Not only did I begin writing, I started interviewing the women that were incarcerated with me, and I started asking them their story. Because one thing that I realized was when we're kids and they ask you that question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Nobody says, I want to go to prison. <laughs> Absolutely. That put us on that path. Mm-hmm. And so I started looking at all of the other women and I realized that everyone that was incarcerated with me also had a story. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote my very first book on prison grounds, Life Beyond These Walls, because I knew then that one day God was going to use me um, to help other women, to help other girls at some of the things that I had experienced. And once I got released from prison and was able to build myself up, I decided that I needed to use my life story to help others. So I wrote my book. I became a national best-selling author. Um, not only did I do that, but I give a lot of opportunities to women who have stories like mine and men that have stories because what I learned through writing my own story was that it was a release for me. And so when I say that the truth sets you free, when I wrote my memoir, I, I told it all. I told the good, I told the bad, and I told the ugly. It wasn't about everyone else. It was about me. It was about the five-year-old girl and what happened to her and this journey through life. And so I realized that when I released a lot of those demons that I had been holding on to in that book, it was like I wrote it. When I put it in the book, 
it was taken out of me and kind of released into the atmosphere. So I set myself free. And so now in times, you know, when I'm talking there, people that try to hold my past against me. Oh, you've been to prison. Oh, you're a convicted felon. Oh, you were promiscuous. Oh, you were that. But yeah, you only know that because I told it. So I already took the bullets out of everyone's gun. I already released myself from the baggage of my past. And so when I came to the realization that there was healing in my writing, I wanted other people to experience the same thing so that they can be able to grow and to heal um, from childhood traumas. So I also started a publishing company, Stanton Publishing House, and the majority of the authors that I have up under my label are all people that have real stories, um, and they're all people that have come to a point of real change. Um, I've also started an organization called the American King Foundation, where we help people that are coming home from prison, we help them transition into becoming productive members of society. And a lot of people will ask, well, hey, how do you do that? Well, when they when these people get out of prison, just like me, if they don't have a job and they don't have resources, they're going to do what they know how to do in order to survive, um, even if that means robbing, stealing, killing, or whatever. So we work very hard to bring the community together to provide the resources that they need so they'll have a healthy step back at their re-entry back into society. And so... I guess overall I can say that, you know, God will definitely use your story for his glory. And that's what I see in my case. Yes. um, When I was listening to one of your other interviews, you mentioned about how you you cried out to God and you said, God, what do I do now? And then all of a sudden doors started open. He just waited for you to cry out to him. And then you got an email. And now you're um, on another show I was listening to um, that as well. So it's it's a document. It's not like a reality show. It's more of a docudrama, I guess you would say. Right. Well, I've done a docu-series to, uh, from the bottom up, and it was a reality show. It was on BET, produced by uh, Queen Latifah and Nikki Gilbert. And it was a docu-series that kind of followed five women that had had some pitfalls and were building themselves back up. And so um, that's still available on BET.com if anyone wants to take a look at that. But it just gives you a glimpse into how hard it can be to reestablish yourself once you've been convicted of a crime. Yeah. And I'm just so excited about what Christ Jesus, Daddy God of Yahweh, and Lord God Holy Spirit is doing with you. And I'm just so excited about your um, president of American Kings Foundation because people do need to be redeemed. And Christ Jesus came to redeem us. Jesus came to redeem us, you know, and it's amazing how God, if God, who is the creator of the universe, who is perfect and pure and holy, can come down and wash the feet of his disciples, including Judas, by the way, he can, you know, nothing that we can redeem. There's nothing that we cannot redeem. Last time I checked, nobody tried to put me on a cross and put two two nails in my hand, nail in my feet, and a crown of thorn on my head, and a spear in my side. So I don't think there's nothing that I cannot forgive. There's nothing that I will not be, I'm not going to be offended by anything. So what I'm hearing from you, your spirit, is that you have forgiven a lot of people. Is that correct? I've forgiven a lot of people, but I also had to forgive myself. Yeah. 
you have definitely that was the biggest part yeah and and you have forgiven yourself you have forgiven others and i don't hear any offense in you and people understand that offense they don't understand being offended is a major pitfall for a lot of people and i don't hear that in you as well and i think that is why god has been able to mightily use you and to catapult you into a position so that you can help others because since you walk through these these experiences um, I think that you can truly identify and know what people need in these this type of situation right absolutely because I, I have walked through the fire so not only do I have the wisdom from learning those life lessons I also have the education now because I've come back out and I've gone back to school and I've educated myself on these issues so when you find someone that has the education along with the life experiences that is definitely the person that can help these people transition and I appreciate you so much Ian for giving me a chance to be on your show and to share my testimony and I would love to come back again to talk about some of the things that we're doing in the community with the American King Foundation and how we're spreading awareness about mass incarceration. And you know what came in my spirit as you were talking Martha Stewart. I think you need to reach out to Martha Stewart. I think that um, I think that there's, there's a collaboration there. So um, thank you so much Angela um, for just spending this time with us today and Oh, yes, I will reach out to you again and share, and we can share more. Thank you so much. God bless. Bless you, too. Well, listeners, wasn't that awesome? Miss Angela Staten King. She is a national bestseller, author of two books, founder and president of American King Foundation, community outreach coordinator of the Alive Center Board Advisor for Kendall Clemency and Aveda King Ministries, best known for her critical acclaimed memoir, Life of the Real Housewives, formerly Lives of a Real Housewife, released from prison in 2005, reality TV star at BET Network, docu-series From the Bottom Up, dedicated to reforming the criminal justice system and supporting Returning citizens, what a mighty vessel for Christ Jesus. What a mighty vessel for Daddy God, Abba Father Yahweh. What a mighty vessel for Lord God, Holy Spirit. I was, my spirit was just, just made alive with this woman of God who was in the darkest, in the darkest places of her life at five years old. You know, not treated well by a trusted family member going to her, her, um, family and telling them that what had happened to her and only to have it dismissed at five years old. And of course, Satan only comes to steal, kill and destroy. And then once that seed was planted in her soul, death and destruction came because with choices, there are consequences. However, it wasn't over. Jesus touched her. The Eddie God of our Father Yahweh touched her. Lord God, Holy Spirit touched her. And guess what? Transformed her life and made her into the mighty vessel that um, 
she is today. And guess what? She is impacting others who have been hurt, who have been used and abused, who has Satan has come to steal, kill, and destroy their lives. And God is using her to redeem them, just like Christ Jesus came to redeem us all from sin and death itself. And so to have someone like Angela Stanton King on this show, on Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, was an indeed a tremendous honor. You know, I, I love the fact that she is a woman about the truth and not sugarcoating the truth and letting people know the truth. And like I said, the only caveat God gave gave gives on that is truth with love. So sometimes if you can't tell the truth with love, you need to wait till you can. But I I like the Bible is just so awesome. God does not sterilize the Bible. The Bible has not been cleaned up. The Bible tells it like it is. And he takes his men and women, his mighty men and women of God, and he takes their story and he tells the good, the bad and the ugly. Just like Angela said, she tells the good, the bad and the ugly. And guess what? Now there are no bullets for someone to come after her because she's already exposed all her darkness, all the darkness in her life. And what is what's powerful about it is that how God can take you from the darkness into the light and still use you mightily to help others. So once again, there is nothing, nothing that could be done to you that you should take your life. You should never, ever consider suicide. You should never, ever, because as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. That comes from Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, another mighty woman of God who has the Mother of Crises um, Foundation, the Mothers in Crises Foundation. And she has written her book, As Long As You Have Life in Your Body, As Long As You Have Breath in Your Body, There Is Hope. And that hope is Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus. He is our hope. He is our salvation. He is our Lord and our Savior. He is our deliverer. He is our everything. And when we let Jesus, the Christ, into our lives and let him use us, let him clean out our hearts, let him clean out our souls, our minds, our will, and our emotions, oh, hallelujah, what a magnificent life we're going to have. And it doesn't matter if you're five or if you're 10 or if you're 20 or if you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 100 years old. There is no time limit with God. He can use you mightily if you will turn your life over to him and become a disciple, not just saved We've got people that are saved. We, unfortunately, fortunately, we have a lot of Christians who are saved, but unfortunately, we don't have a lot of disciples. And what is a disciple? Disciple is God, Christ Jesus, the Lord, my Lord and Savior, is your Lord. And what does it mean when you say Jesus is your Lord? 
That means you bow your knee and obey him. You listen to the Lord God, Holy Spirit, and you obey him. You listen to Daddy God, our Father Yahweh, you Vahe, and obey him. Because Jesus, the Lord God, Holy Spirit, and Daddy God, our Father Yahweh are one. They are unified. They put, they, they are all one. And when you are a disciple, you do what you see your father do. You say what you hear your father say. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Discipleship is real. And you will always identify a disciple of Christ Jesus because they will obey God despite how they feel. It's not about your emotions. Your emotions need to be purged with the agape love of Christ Jesus, with the agape love of Daddy God, our Father Yahweh, with the agape love of Lord God, Holy Spirit. And Angela Staten King has been purged. She is a disciple of Christ Jesus, and God is mightily using her and is opening doors after doors after doors, and she is not only going to touch her children, but she is going to touch men and women all over the world, planet Earth, and bring them into the kingdom. Discipleship means that you tithe. Yes, everything is under the Lordship of Christ Jesus. Matter of fact, they say we only use 10% of our brain, 10% of our brain. Guess what? Give that 10% and guess what? God will make that 90% of your brain. Oh, bless beyond you you can believe. I just finished um, the National Science Foundation workshop where I won two National Science Foundation grants totaling over $550,000. And it was a success, not because of me, but because of the Christ Jesus that is in me. It glorified God's holy name. I introduced the world to the net, to the micro spiral methodology. And you can go on YouTube and see the video on that. You can also go online and go to WXTV. And there is actually a TV um, link, a uh, link to the interview, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Oh, wow. Dr. Caroline Leaf was there and others. It was a very powerful Powerful, powerful move of God. We also had presence from the White House. Um, Dr. Leonard Haynes came also from as a senior advisor to the Secretary of Education. And there are more and more doors that are opening up because of that. Why? Because I'm about my father's business. I'm about doing what my father tells me to do. I'm about saying what my father tells me to say. I'm about walking in the spirit and not in the flesh. I'm about walking in forgiveness and not being offended. I'm about being a true disciple of Christ Jesus, being a living sacrifice. That's right, a living sacrifice. He doesn't want you to kill yourself. He wants you to live for him. Christ Jesus doesn't want you to kill yourself. He wants you to live for him. He loves you. He loves us so much that he died for us. Not only that, he took all our sicknesses, all our diseases, Every foul demonic curse 
on this earth. He took it for you and he took it for me. Oh, Angela Staten King, what a powerful woman of God, taking the pain, taking what enemy meant for evil against her and letting God turn it in for good, not only for herself, but for everybody that enters into her sphere of influence. Oh, Angela Staten King. Oh, yes. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to be ministered to and to be ministered to and to minister to her as well. Discipleship. That is what is on my heart today. I get up in the morning and I ask God, God, what is on your heart today? Daddy God, you hey, vah, hey. Lord God, Christ Jesus, Yahshua Amashiach, Lord God, Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit, what's on your heart today? How may I bring glory to your holy name today? How may I show my love and my gratitude to you today? And I thank you for this show. I thank you for the opportunity to get on the airways on 94.1 FM. I thank you for the opportunity to be a professor at Florida A&M, Florida A&M University and touch the lives of young men and women who are going to be future movers and shakers. I thank you for the two National Science Foundation Grants and being able to touch, touch men and women and children. I just once again, um, Brownsville Prep. They little, they are the the um, kindergartners through first grade, and they once again were had their graduation ceremony at Florida A and University Lee Hall at nine a.m. yesterday, and I got a report that they did the famous song that God downloaded into me that is going to touch the world. And that is Dr. Davis song on planet earth, where we have a atmosphere, a hydrosphere, a lithosphere and a biosphere. And everything's made of matter and matter is made of elements and elements are made of atoms and atoms are made of protons, electrons, neutrons, Protons, positive charge. Electrons, negative charge. Neutrons, no charge. And where is this? All on planet Earth. God said, let there be light. Super, hypernova. Matter, antimatter comes together, creating what we call the Big Bang. Boom, and the orangey brown cloud, the nebulous, which is the incubator. The incubator for the planets and the stars. And we know that everything, everything came out of that nebulous. But anyway, I was very um, excited that here was an example of I personally did not go to that school. It was one of my students that went to that school and passed on what I had taught her. And she's recently was just in China spreading this song to the children in China. Oh, yes. Yes, Angela Staten King and others, we have a mission. We have a destiny. We have a purpose, and that is to glorify God, to bring the kingdom of heaven onto earth. And we do that by being a disciple. We do that 
by lining ourselves up with God's holy word. We do that by walking in the spirit and not in the flesh. We do that by walking in forgiveness and not being offended. We do that by being used by God. Oh, hallelujah. Angela Staten King. Well, it looks like that we are going to be talking to Angela Staten King again in the future. And I am excited about that opportunity to um, to do another interview. <sighs> but anyway, I just want to say to you all, thank you for the opportunity to basically um, use this platform to introduce you to mighty men and women of God who are making a difference on planet Earth. Thanks again. I don't want to end this broadcast without saying Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Thank you once again for joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 90. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for To be overcome by your presence